You're listening to the Hassett Insurance Podcast, hosted by Patrick Hassett and Ted Work. All right, Patrick, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me uh, for an excellent new episode of Hassett Insurance Podcast. I'm not sure if it's going to be excellent yet, but we're going to try and live up to those expectations. It will be. I'm so excited. So what are we talking about today? Well, welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a hot second. Yes. Nice winter holidays. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, We are going to talk about kind of like rounding out your insurance. So we're going to talk about an umbrella policies today. Okay. So do you know what that is? Uh, I'm going to assume that it is a policy that covers everything. That's pretty close. Am I close? I'm pretty yeah. close. Yeah. So what? What's the actual? What's the clinical term? <clears throat> we don't use umbrellas all that often in Arizona. Right. No. Totally. So you're you're afraid people aren't familiar with the concept of an umbrella? They don't even know what it is. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I'm familiar with an umbrella okay. for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So an umbrella. You're right. So it encompasses kind yeah. of like it, it, if we're looking at personal lines insurance, it's going to overlay above your auto. And your okay. renters mm-hmm. and your rental properties and your home insurance policy. Oh, okay. Right. So people are like, well, why do I need that? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So unfortunately, we live in a society where do you watch a lot of TV? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So you see a lot of lawyers. Uh, okay, so I actually don't watch cable TV, so okay, I don't see so any commercials, and it's amazing. You're lucky. <laughs> I am lucky. So, I even have YouTube premium. <laughs> yeah, so really, I mean, you're going to see lots of, or if you drive around and you see tons of billboards for attorneys, right? Yeah, right. Okay, right. so all of those attorneys mm-hmm. are going after, a lot of them are personal injury. Right, okay, okay right. So like with auto insurance, that's where you see a lot of them. So mm-hmm. someone gets injured, they call one of the attorneys, and then there's a lawsuit. Okay, Right. And is that because our system, that's just the easiest or one of the easier ways of going about being a lawyer nowadays? I, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't work in sure. that, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. But did, it, there are a lot out there. And yeah. that, that speaks to the fact that there is money to be made in that industry. Sure, that makes sense. So you the, you see lots of billboards, you see them on buses, you see internet ads, commercials. Yeah. But long and short, so you know if someone gets injured in an in an auto accident, um, they're going to call an attorney. Right. 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 Okay. And so sure. uh, the first thing an attorney is going to do is they're going to call us or the insurance company okay. and ask for their auto declarations page. To see what their limits are. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Right? Because that person who unfortunately caused the accident is probably going to get sued. Okay. 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 So then their attorney calls and they're looking to see what their limits are. Right. So the way it works for auto insurance is your state minimum for auto insurance is 25000 per person. Mm-hmm. 50,000 per accident and then the uh, property damage piece of that is 25,000. You don't okay. want that. It's right. not high enough. It okay. keeps you legal. Uh, it used to be 15,000 per person, 30,000 per accident, which is obviously less than 25, so they increased right. it like last year, but that's not going to really help you all that much. It keeps sure. you legal, so I don't advocate writing those types of insurance. We don't really write minimum limit policies at all. Right, okay. right, right. So what it suggested if you have 
any assets or you own a home that you should have at least 100000 per person, 300000 per bodily injury for your auto insurance, okay? Mm-hmm. In order to get an umbrella, it's required that you have higher limits, which makes sense. So you're not going to put an umbrella, stack it on top of minimum limits because there's so much of a gap there. Right, okay? right, gotcha, gotcha. So the in order to qualify for an umbrella, your underlying limits need to be 250000 per person, 500,000 per accident for bodily injury and then a and it's they just look at bodily injury for that piece mm-hmm. and then for your home insurance it needs to be at 500,000 gotcha okay so like a situation where that would come into play is if there was an accident and someone really really got hurt right right okay so they would pay out up to 500,000 per the accident for liability for bodily injury. So it'll be injuries, mm-hmm. 100,000 for property damage. Mm. And then your liability in your home works the same way. So the, it would pay up to gotcha. $500,000. So if someone really, really gets hurt, you're, it's going to be bad, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so no one gets up and says they want to like pulverize a car, hurt people. Sure. But it, that's why they're called accidents. It does happen. Yeah. So. The umbrella piece falls into play after you meet your underlying limits. Gotcha. Okay. So you always hear people say, you know, they, they got into an accident and they're going to sue for a million dollars. Your typical umbrella is a million dollars. Okay. okay. So if you've reached your limit, underlying limit, then the umbrella comes into play on top of that. Would it be more apt to call it a trampoline policy? <laughs> because it's more, you're like, I don't have, I, fall, I fell. And it's caught me. Well, so (laughs) maybe. So here's the thing. So at the end of the day, like if the insurance cover, if you have reached your limits, Mm -hmm. they're not going to pay anything else. Yeah. So who pays that? Interesting. Who who pays it? Is it the insurance company? Or no? I mean, no, that's. I mean, you had an opportunity as a client to buy additional insurance, and you chose not to. Right. Okay. Or whatever the case was. Okay. Right. So. I mean, you can't get blood from a rock, but they're going to sue you for personally for it. Okay, that's where the umbrella comes into play. I think you talked about uh, the type. I, I couldn't remember what it's called, but it's the the type of insurance that is enacted when your insurance agent like messes something that's, up or that's doesn't. errors and omissions. Errors and omissions, right? So, so that's that's different. Totally right? different. Yeah. That's that's honestly on our side. Uh, gotcha. Businesses have E and O policies, okay, or professional liability. Totally different. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that would uh, so that's different. So is that you? Is it liability on your side? Is yeah. that pretty much what it is? Absolutely. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So that would be if like. Sense. You know, we told a client that we were going to add a vehicle. We didn't, and the vehicle right. got totaled. Right. That's right. Very bad. Sure. <laughs> so, but that's where that is. So, but on yeah. the on the client side, you know, if they don't have enough insurance to pay mm-hmm. for the damages, they're going to get personally sued. Okay. So gotcha. the reason that they have a liability policy, that umbrella, yeah. is to is to to try to try to prevent that. Sure. Okay. So sure. like. What would be a situation where you'd want one, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. so we advocate to add an umbrella. I have them. Um, okay. You know, we don't have a whole lot of dispensable income. Sure. However, I don't want to lose my business if something bad happened. Yeah, of course. Right? Of so course. we suggest to have umbrella policies for a multitude of different reasons. Mm-hmm. One, if you have any assets at all and, okay. and something happens, okay, who met, if, if you get into an accident and there's a lawsuit... People are going to try to find out what you have, right? Because mm-hmm. they want sure. money. 
Sure. Right. And so they want to be compensated for the damages or their injuries or their time off from work or whatever the case is, all the different things. Okay. So if you've done, if you've saved money, you have investment accounts, you have retirement, you're Mm -hmm. doing all the right things. You don't want to lose all of that because of an accident. Right. 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 And so that's where that comes into play. Mm -hmm. If you have, so the more exposures you have as a, just the more exposures you have as a client. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be multiple homes. You do VRBO rentals. You mm-hmm. have 50 long-term rentals. You have right. uh, youthful drivers. Okay. So it's just your exposure. So the more exposure that you have, the more insurance that you should have to try to balance out that potential loss. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's risk sure. mitigation, honestly. Right, right. And so, but people, it's it's also, we've talked about this before where people will, will spend like hundreds of dollars on their cell phone and yeah. and their cable, like their Cox bills, 350 bucks. It's crazy. <laughs> I know we've already gone Cancel down your that. cable. Right? Audience, absolutely. Please do. <laughs> but Sorry, they, Yeah, but absolutely. <laughs> but so it's, it's what you're spending your money on. Yeah. Right? And so sure. They're really not that expensive, honestly, for the amount of risk that you have. Sure. So what you'd look at for general liability, uh, again, like youthful drivers, multiple homes, exposure, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you're trying to cover that in the event of something bad happening. Right. Right. Um, And again, like the first thing that is going to happen is the attorney is going to call the insurance company and be like, can you send me, I need to see what their coverage is. Right. Okay. Okay. The reason they do that is because there is no central database of insurance, whatever that would. It's not public. It's not public info. So like we have some databases that we look at through the business um, that companies report to, but in something like that, all of that is they're all legal forms. Right. So it needs to be right. They're all signed to affidavit. They're all notarized right. and all those types of things. Right. So, yeah. And so, you know, luckily we haven't had a whole lot of issues with umbrellas. Oh, um, cool. Sure. Because li- literally something catastrophic has to happen. Yeah. In order okay. for that. But that can be devastating to your financial portfolio, to your family's well-being, all of these things, if something bad happens. Right, of course. Right, and so, like, you know, you hear people that are like, well, I don't need that because I don't drive all that often. Yeah. That doesn't really have anything to do with it. <laughs> like, it's fre- frequency. Yeah. If the frequency is higher, then I guess potentially you could have a higher risk of something happening, but, like, yeah, it's just risk mitigation. Sure, sure. So... <clears throat> As with all insurance. Well, it's, you know, it's not – look, you have lots of things you can spend your money on. Yeah, of course. And it's definitely not the sexiest thing to spend no, your money on, for sure. No, it's not. And I am fully aware of all that stuff. Yeah. However, uh, that's something that protects you, right? Yeah. So we talked sure. a little bit about, like, getting um, a trust and a will. Okay. Um, we had talked about um, law facility banks, our, yeah. fr- our yeah. friends. Um, so that's kind of like the next piece after you get life insurance. Sure. You know, this fits into that whole financial portfolio that you want all of your insurance working towards the same way. And that liability policy, although there is money that it costs, Uh it prevents catastrophic problems. Sure. You know, and so one of the things that you look at is so like, you know, when I was in college or just out of college, I wasn't making any money just like no one is. Sure. Right. And so that's not a situation where I really need one. Right. I, I just don't. I, I don't need it at that point. Right. Like, I just don't have any money. If you're going to sue me, great. Like, I don't know what to do. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. I don't Blood know. rock, baby. Meat rock. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You know, but as you start, as you get older and you're buying a house and you settle down and you sure. start to save and all those types of things. For sure. Those are when then 
that's probably the time you should start looking at those types of things. Yeah. Um, you know, and they offer them for businesses offer that also, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, it's the same concept. It overlays over all of your commercial policies in the event of something mm-hmm. terrible happening. You don't want to lose your business. Right. You know? Right. So, uh, that's kind of one of those pieces that, um, you should on it. It's, it's worth the money. Yeah. I, that totally makes sense. You know, uh, talking about this topic, I'm interested, Patrick, when you go to a store and you buy something that's some sort of tech thing, I, I don't know, I, I go to Guitar Center and I buy something and they always offer me the extended warranty. Right. Now, is that something that you condone or what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on this? I have mixed emotions on okay. those. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not a huge... Because uh, it feels like insurance. Uh, yeah, not, not not really. Okay, yeah, uh, no, sure. It's a warranty, so they're they're similar but different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So right. Uh, I'll throw something out there. So I drive an old truck. Yeah, I'm giving it. Please, like, <laughs> please don't die on us. Yeah, we've had some issues with it over the past couple weeks. Sure, I think that they're corrected. Okay, I think. Yeah, uh, don't jinx it. It has to do with. It has to do with starting, so it's kind of an issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So we've saved it to give to, you know, the we the boys will be 16 soon. Yeah. And so right. we don't really want to buy a new vehicle. No. Hey. Um, sure. So uh, my we both had old cars. My wife got a new car like in 20 – she got a 2019 Tahoe gotcha. okay, a couple years ago. And so those should run for like a long time. You shouldn't sure. have any issues with it. Yeah. So the transmission went out at like 50, 61,000 miles. On the new one. Brand new. Jeez. Should not happen. No, I mean. So that's a panic. It was like three days before we were going to go to Mexico. Thank God it didn't happen there. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one of the things that like the mechanic was like, hey, do you have an extended warranty? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I go, "What what what do they normally cover? Yeah, and they're you know some of them are sixty thousand miles, some of them go to a hundred. Okay, we have never bought something like that before. Yeah, my wife bought it. Oh, okay. interesting. So the transmission was fully covered on the warranty, gotcha. which you would think on a brand new vehicle that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, but it was, and so in that case, we did buy it. That was that wasn't something under warranty. It was past. It was past the standard warranty. Yeah, it's oh, just like gotcha, a gotcha. fiasco. Uh, yeah. It actually ended up being great. Our mechanic was awesome. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I typically don't buy them. Yeah, I don't know why we did for this, but it worked out for us. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that like they offered these extended warranties, but like I'm like, okay, so how long am I going to have this piece of hardware for? Yeah, it's like I, I whenever I go to Guitar Center, I buy a tuner. And it's like, do I want to spend or do I just want to buy a new one when That's, it's done? It's like, does it make sense to, you know, vehicles are expensive, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, at what point do you, does it make sense to do? I mean, how, like what percentage of the price of the vehicle was the extended warranty? It wasn't that high, honestly. Yeah. And that's typically how they get you. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, sure. Oh, it's only going to be X amount yeah. and you get to cover all of this other loss or whatever the case is. Yeah. So for the truck, we did do that. Um, gotcha. Thankfully, 
new transmission. It drives nice. fine. Hopefully, we don't have to do that again. <laughs> yeah. But I will always buy it for a vehicle going forward. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah but you would. A- so that's the whole thing. You would think that like a new vehicle should work. Yeah. Yeah. Not all the time. They're making them worse and worse. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's lots of different things. With no, that. you know what? I think uh, I think it moves in both directions at the same time. I think there's certain things that they're improving and they're like using less material to get the same thing done. But then it's like maybe a little chintzier. So if you but. want to talk about let's let's wrap let's wrap up the general liability. But I yeah, have, yeah. this is a good extension on this because okay. I was talking with people about this week. So. Any type of exposure that you have, you should have a general, you should have a liability policy or an umbrella policy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It should be based off of your income also. So like if you make $25,000 a year, you probably don't need one. Okay. Probably. And maybe sure. I'm not saying that you don't, but yeah. So higher income earners, you want to protect that. You don't want it to be gotcha. stolen in the event of something happening. Right. So that's something that, again, they're a couple hundred bucks a year. It's totally mm-hmm. worth it to get it to sure. cover in the event of something crazy happening. Gotcha. Okay. Back to what you were talking about, how it goes both ways. Yeah. Okay. So you look at fuel standards mm-hmm. on vehicles and, you know, they have to keep increasing. Sure. And so, you know, the whole idea is to, you know, you want to have better fuel. But what that does is it makes the vehicles lighter. Yeah, okay. sure. So sure. like. Right. Overall. So that when they're empty, they well, right, and they it, it's so gas mileage. That's the whole deal, right. okay? So you have federally there's standards mm-hmm. that you have to hit, right? right. And so manufacturers are required to do that, sure. okay? What in essence happens is you have vehicles that are made out of plastic now. Yeah. So like you see yeah. accidents, and you see you can look at all of the data because I talked to carriers about this, yeah, and that has a part to play in rates. The so plastic yes of it. Well, so let's say that if you had a truck that was like a you know a two early two thousands truck has steel bumper, yeah, very well made, and it got into an accident, it's not going to be totaled on a rear end accident, okay, because you have a metal bumper, okay, or not nearly as often at least. Yeah, yeah. so maybe you wouldn't have as much damage now right. because you have higher standards. Yeah. And the fuel efficiency needs to be greater. Sure. So the car vehicles are made with lighter material. Yeah. Typically ends up being some type of composite. Then they just plastic. explode like a pinata. Dude, it they- is crazy. <laughs> People are like, oh, I just like tap this person and I'll pull up their claims history and I'll be like nine grand. <laughs> right. Wow. So if you, if you T-bone somebody like that, obviously if the Jeez. frame's bent, then like yeah, I mean, the, hey, the vehicle's totaled. Yeah. But that has a lot to play with it. So like you're seeing... Sure. So you ask, I always ask carriers who come in because unfortunately we're in a uh, time right now where everything's expensive. It's inflation. Yeah, We've yeah. talked about this a little sure. bit. Insurance is no different, unfortunately. Yeah. So people call and will say, you know, why did I have a rate increase? Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I know. I have that. I'm like, I'm a consumer also. I had the same ones. That's the benefit of being with someone like us. We have 20 companies. We do remarkets all the time for people to try to save them money. Mm-hmm. But it's that part of that cost. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. If the cost increase for the parent company, that is always passed down to the consumer. It doesn't matter for what, sure. what the business is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's something that people sometimes forget about. Right. So like their costs have increased everywhere. But with the insurance piece, they're like, well, I don't understand. Yeah. It's okay. I don't, you don't need to. That's our job to do that. We'll remarket it for you and find you a better deal. Gotcha. But 
all of the companies that we work with took rate this year, every single one yeah. of them. And the reps will come in and talk to me. I'm sorry about the rate. I'm like, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Right. We're just going to move it from you to somewhere else that has a better rate. Yeah. My, my concern is you, the client, right? right we want right. to keep you guys happy for sure. Um, but a lot of that has to do with, uh, the cost of repairs on stuff. Mm -hmm. So all of that comes into play with insurance. Gotcha. Gotcha. I have a quick question. I So my parents were in the Navy and they did dental stuff in the Navy. So we have USAA um, insurance through through them or whatever. So I'd, I'd love to get your perspective on how USAA is. I, I would love to figure out like what, what sets them apart, if anything, from other insurance companies. Okay. Other than their exclusive, semi-exclusive clientele. So um, there's a couple different thoughts on this okay okay so the uh bottom line they're a good company right okay, okay. they sure they will pay their claims out mm -hmm. um you know you i take from them i lose to them so okay. it's not like it depends a lot of the time yeah it's really just depends on who the client is sure and like really what their claims history is so here's gotcha there's a misconception with insurance that people are like i love them because they yeah. pay the claim. They're going to pay the claim because they're supposed to. Yeah, it's the law. It's be, I mean, <laughs> Right. This is how the policy is written. Yeah. All states going to pay it. American family is going to pay it. The USAA fact, the fact is going to pay like, it. That's a good thing is like, oh, my God, my insurance company does their job. That's the right. <laughs> it's like, okay, what? you see how silly that is? So yeah. I do think that in some um, areas of insurance, they're competitive. Yeah. And I think in some, they're really not. Sure, sure. But- People don't shop them because of the niche market that they're in. Yeah. And really, people are like, wait a second. how? Why is that so much less than what I'm normally paying? Yeah. And I think that they kind of, that's their niche market. So they kind of pull yeah. on those heartstrings. Right. And so sometimes they can be great for people. Sometimes uh -huh. they sh people should shop them. Sure. Right. And so, sure. but that's, that's, so their niche is so clear and defined. Yeah. That not everyone... Like it used to just be officers. Okay. So did you know that? Uh, like just officers and not their families? It was officers and families. Now oh, they've gotcha. opened it up to enlisted. And so there's oh, okay. a wider margin for that. Gotcha. All in all, like I'm not, they're a good company. Sure. Right. And sure. so, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. Yeah, I don't because, know. Yeah. It's, I mean, my experience with them has been fine i mean i don't you know it's uh, like insurance is fine until you need to use it right? yeah yeah and then so like For sure you know usa doesn't offer they don't they don't have agents you have a call center yeah right? so you don't so you're calling a 1-800 number so that's a difference right. so like that's the things that i try to talk to people about is that every company has things that they do great mm -hmm. and then they have things that they're just okay at sure right and so you know the benefit of having an agent i don't know what the cost benefit of that is to a client but like if you were in an accident and you needed to figure something out and you were sick of getting transferred yeah. to like 500 different people that no one sure. cares yeah that's something that like unfortunately you have that with a lot of the big companies yeah. you know and so you don't yeah. have a personal contact gotcha and yeah. that's i mean that's what sets you apart we've i mean we've talked about this in the episodes right. before but but that's good to to reiterate for sure. So, um, do we have anything else that we want to talk about on this episode in our closing few minutes? We've got maybe five minutes left. Uh, do you got any stories? Anything crazy? Uh, anything happen over the winter holiday that you want to talk about? You've been we're playing War Thunder. That's pretty fun. 
Not really. So gotcha. uh, we didn't do a whole lot. We have busy schedules. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we did a lot of laying around. Gotcha. Um, like I was saying before earlier, my wife didn't feel well. So uh, we just had some, basically, we had some downtime. Sure. And I took advantage of that. Nice. Came back refreshed. Nice. Um, yeah, I do like, uh, like airplane games. Yeah. And so I tried war thunder. I'm not good at it and it's really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about it before the show. All right. Is there any last moments, any last thoughts we want to talk about for, uh, umbrella policies, liability now, and, you know, that's just, again, it's insurance is risk mitigation. Right. Yeah. And so you, sh- you know, you want to talk to your insurance agent about it. If it's yeah. us, great. If it's not, sure. then it should be us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but talk to them about your risks, what sure. your profile shows. Should I have anything else? It's uh-huh. always good to do a check-in. Yeah. You know, I have clients that check in, Hey, just wanted to take a look at stuff. Yeah. You know, has anything changed? Do we need to change insurance based off of like whatever's going on in your life? Sure. So it's always good to check in because mm-hmm. you'd never want to assume yeah. with insurance <laughs> like at all. Yeah. Cause it's probably not right. Whatever your assumption is. Sure. It's the contracts and the and the the policies are dense and confusing to people who don't usually go through them. Yeah, so. look, like I've done it for a long time and there's there's a lot of gray area with insurance. Sure. So it's always good to check in with your agent. You know, it's good time to do it around renewal time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, I'm coming up for renewal in a couple months. So this is what I you know, we talk to people, hey, like if you've had significant changes, please let us know. Um if, uh, you know, you have a new youthful driver, if you're thinking about getting a new vehicle, yeah. we've talked about rates a lot in that, like you're in a two to three year rate rate window. Now they're increasing a lot faster because of inflation, and all the different things sure. we talked about, but it's something that's good to monitor. And it's just like, you know, you, you buy a policy, you, your Cox account, right? Yeah. Okay. Or your cell phone bill starts at a hundred and the three years it's 300. Right. What happened? Nothing changed. Right. And so <clears throat> I think that's just reshop it. I have clients that just say, Hey, it's time. Can you look to see if there's anything better? Yeah. I'm happy to do that. There's no charge for it. Sure. You know, ultimately, our goal is to make sure that the client's happy. Sure. Um, client, happy clients stay yeah. with us. Yeah. That's what we want long term right, relationships. Right. So, you know, that's just one of those things that give us a call. We're happy to go through your portfolio, see if there's a need for that. Uh-huh. Um, and again, like I said, the general liability policy is not very expensive. Sure. Uh, it is definitely worth it. Like I said, a couple hundred bucks a year. Uh-huh. And you have a million dollars of coverage. That's good value. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, I think we are going to say goodbye to the podcast for today. So thank you, Patrick, for joining me. And we will see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Hassett Insurance Podcast. You can support the show by giving us a rating on iTunes or your podcast player of choice. If you have a question or you'd like to write in, please send an email to hassettinsurancepod at gmail.com. This podcast was produced by T-Door Productions. Music by The Mini Vandals.